Welcome to The Frontline with FPM, where we talk about California politics, homeschool freedom, parental rights, and the family. I'm your host, Nathan Pierce, and thanks for joining us today. Let's jump right in and see what's going on here on The Frontline. Hi, folks. Um, today, we get to be here together, Drew and I, in the same place to do our, our recording. And uh, we wanted to wish you all a happy new year. Happy new year, Drew. Happy new year. Awesome. We're excited to be um, together for a little while here um, during uh, Drew's break from school and uh, the beginning of the 23 activity in the California legislature, which is proving to be quite um, busy. Yeah, so, right away. <laughs> so yeah, which is why we have um, Capital Day coming up pretty soon in January, just uh, just a couple of weeks away here. And uh, so hopefully you can join us for that. Um, we'll be talking about some announcements about that, some exciting news um, at the end of this uh, podcast. But uh, so stay tuned for that. Um, that'll be that'll be great. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, but to get started today, uh, we're going to just talk about a few about a few things that um, we're really thankful for uh, reviewing and looking back at at 2022. Um, we did publish a, a, a web post um, that's more has a few more items on it um, called Eight Ways um, that we've been able to make a difference with your help. But uh, and so you're welcome to check that out. We'll put a link um, below for that. But we also um, wanted to just talk through a couple of them on on here. One is um, one is just the volume of legislation uh, that that we dealt with last year, and uh, some specific items as as well. But um, we've talked about a lot of those a number of times already. Um, but there's just a lot of bills introduced here in California. Yeah, yeah, over 2,500 a year, so about 5,000 every two-year session, and so it it keeps us plenty busy. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're thankful that. Um, we came through last year um, with still all our homeschool freedoms intact and and really um, had some great successes in individual legislative battles, uh, but also just as a whole, getting through that many bills um, yeah. <laughs> without um, without impact uh, significantly, specifically to homeschooling. Homeschooling is still what it was before, and so we're really thankful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Maintaining, maintaining how it's been, maintaining the freedoms we have is, is really the, the bottom line, you know? And so I'm really glad that we were able to, to keep that going strong all throughout, you know, despite multiple bills that, that would have been a huge problem. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So um, we're, we're glad of all that. And uh, looking at this year, um, we've already been involved uh, with interacting with legislators, staff, on a number of bills already this year, mm -hmm. um, doing research and trying to understand better the the direction that some of these bills are going, and I think I think I think we we have our hands full yeah. already. Um, yeah, they've already introduced about a hundred or two hundred bills, um, and it's it's been less than a month. So, um, and they've been on break for half of that. So they're really just picking up speed, and they have about thirty days left to introduce about. 1800 more bills right so yeah 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 so there's there's going to be a flurry of activity in the coming weeks and yeah um so pray for us for that and um be staying stay tuned for for updates on on things that uh 
that might impact us uh, and our freedoms. So moving forward from that, um, our our interaction with uh, the uh, agencies and with legislators and offices has has been better in recent years. Um, our our um, just ability to engage with them uh, in a friendly way has been really important and really helpful yeah. in maintaining freedoms, particularly um, with this California Department of Education. Um, it's been really helpful to be able to interact with them and engage on on issues that are of concern to homeschoolers um, and especially with the sort of boom in homeschooling uh, through uh, COVID uh, shutdowns and and shifts in people's thinking about education um, we've seen we've seen a, a new wave of homeschoolers and that um, even with a, a good number of those returning back to traditional schools there's sort of a there's 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 certainly a remnant of those of those new folks that have stayed with with homeschooling yeah. and also i would say um sort of a new outlook on 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 education um both in california and across the country yeah and maybe a a change in a perspective on homeschooling yeah and i think uh what comes with that is a lot of really um non-legislative regulation so there's a lot of uh they in essence they're laws that are made without going through the legislative process because of how big the california state government is because of how much uh, bureaucracy is at play constantly um having uh, a foot in the door having you know um people that we can contact at these agencies at these major um departments that's it's it's almost as valuable if not more so than having those contact in in those contacts in legislatures or in legislators offices because they have just as much impact on the day-to-day -day lives of Californians as, as these legislators do now right right so yeah I think that's been I mean there's already there's constantly more regulations and new rules being you know um kind of looked for um by these departments and so having having points of contact with them is really yeah really helpful yeah they have their hands full down there at the at the california department of education yeah um with california being uh the state with the with but the largest population by far in in of any state in the union um there's just a lot of schools in california and so being able to be in contact with the folks at the department is really helpful yeah. um, to to making sure that our freedoms stay intact and and that we're able to you know function uh, as smoothly as possible and so um, we're really grateful for that for that ongoing relationship there and um, hopefully that will continue uh, so you can pray for that uh, for for that in the future as well. Um, the other uh, item that I we wanted to to mention too that uh, we uh, accomplished last year um, certainly not on our own was yeah. was publishing uh, some results of a study that was done over the last couple of years on homeschooling in California and it's a, a state specific study on homeschooling and um if you haven't seen it yet the seen the report on that yet i would really encourage you to take a look at that we'll put a link 
um, in the notes below, but uh, check that out. It's really fascinating um, that um, of all the studies, there have been 30 nationwide studies on homeschooling and um, some others, but um, of all the research done on, on homeschooling, the, the results are, are very consistent showing that homeschool students academically do very well um, and that this study that we were able to do in conjunction with Chia of California and uh, National Home Education Research Institute, along with uh, Bob Jones, uh, Bob Jones University Press uh, Homeschool, they um, have helped us do this report that shows that all of that stuff is still the same in California for California homeschool families. And uh, we're really, really grateful to be able to have that, that study done um, in order to be able to share it with you all, but also to be able to share it with legislators at the Capitol. Um, and we'll be doing just that uh, at Capitol Day yeah. uh, because it's in our, in our legislator packet when we go and deliver packets and yeah. of information on homeschooling to the legislators. And yeah, I mean, with with these results, um, these are just as important for, you know, these these departments that we were talking about to see as as it is for legislators to see them, because a lot of these people in government and um, really across the state, people that that don't have the experience in, you know, with homeschooling or with they, they don't know much about it. Hearing these results with how well homeschoolers are doing, especially with how hard a hit uh, public schools took during COVID, it's really it really does surprise people um, seeing the performance. I mean, um, the yeah, in every subject, this study was finding that homeschoolers are doing well and above um, what a lot of other methods of schooling can are, are producing, especially right now. Yeah, so, fifteen to third. 15 to 30 percentile points higher than the average um, student. Yeah. Um, that's how homeschool students perform. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, like you said, across the board on, on all subjects. So. Yeah. And, and that's, I think that's, what's, um, what's driving a lot of uh, families to stick with homeschooling is they're seeing an increase like this, right? I mean, I have experience, you know, with, with people that I know with family that have said, Hey, we're sticking with this because um, people that, that weren't homeschooling before, they just said, this is working for me and we're going to, we're going to keep doing it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. it's exciting to see. Um, it's exciting for the kids too, um, yeah. to see that progress being made. So, yeah, so that's, that's been a big, a huge milestone for us. Um, uh, part of it was because some of our statistics, some of our data that we've been using to share with legislators and others um, is, has been, um, getting more and more dated. And mm -hmm. so it's really nice to be able to have fresh numbers. So thank you to all of you that participated in that study. Uh, it's huge to have that done. Um, and we hope to be able to continue that work in the future to have regularly updated uh, studies and reports to share with the legislature. Um, we uh, really need that data to share with the legislators yeah. and uh, uh, agencies to um, make sure that they can see that homeschooling is doing well and doesn't need uh, new uh, requirements to hold people to a high standard because it's already doing so well. So yeah. thank you to all of you that that participated in that. It, it, we couldn't have done it without you. So yeah. 
Um, and that brings us uh, sort of full circle back to what we use that for um, in, in one part of our work, which is Capital Day, um, coming up here on the 18th and 19th of this month, just a few days from now. Yeah, it's less than um, two weeks away now. Yeah. So. Um, we really are hoping that you'll join us. And, and if you haven't um, applied and registered, um, certainly certainly get on that. We only have a few seats left. And um, there are, I think there are a couple left. Yeah, at this just moment. a few. Yeah, just a few. I think there's a number of people um, left in the, that are still in the application process because it's two steps um, application. And then if you're approved, then you register. Um, yeah, so. and just a reminder, it is a, it is a um, pre-register only event. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not, there's no at the door registration for yeah. this event. So please be sure um, because it is, it's going to be full. Yeah. And so um, don't plan on just showing up. Um, be sure that you apply, that you um, get registered fully and um, that you get your confirmation packet. Mm -hmm. So um, also, um, we have some announcements yeah. about that. Yeah, we've got some, we've got some exciting speakers. Um, yeah. so, uh, we actually, um, we'll have legislators speaking, uh, we'll have Senator Brian Jones. Um, he's the, uh, the minority leader in the Senate now, uh, state Senate, not, Elect, you know, elected, yeah, yeah, elected, elect yeah, not in the federal, on the federal level, but, uh, Senator Brian Jones, um, he's spoken to Capitol Days previously. He's, he's a, a really great uh friend to to our capital day program and so um and then we'll have uh jeremiah lorig from generation joshua um he's worked on on a national level with um how would you just i would describe what he does as well for us as storytelling he's <laughs> really engaging as a speaker i yeah. love seeing him speak um so i don't know how would you describe yeah he um he he does um work uh on policy uh, and has has had a couple of different things that he's worked on over the years um, on policy on the in the realm of homeschooling uh, with HSLDA, but also has been um, very involved in teaching youth uh, in civics and um, engaging them with their uh, the program that he helps run um, over there called Generation Joshua. Um, incredible program, and he does an excellent job over there. And um we're we're looking forward to having him yeah. speak i i certainly am yeah so the value of american history yeah for sure absolutely and uh and so after that we have um so we have you mentioned senator brian jones yep, we have um, another brian uh, yep. brian eschen um yeah the the director of uh ips the institute for principal studies um so they're basically an organi organization that um in, similar to Generation Joshua, provides education to parents, families, leaders um, about the biblical role of government. And so um, that's a, there's a number of things he'll be speaking on, but that'll be a, the main um, focus is really just uh, what is it here for? What does the Bible say about it? How do you and, think clearly um, and rightly about about yeah. government? And, yeah. and I think he does. He really, ha Brian has a real heart for this, yeah. this topic. And so I'm excited to see Brian uh, there and to hear from him what he yeah. has to say. Um, and then we have Frank, Frank yeah. Erb. Uh, Frank has been around for, for a number of years. Um, if you've been to Capital Day before, you probably have met Frank. And uh, he's um, a sort of a, a missionary pastor to the Capitol. And um, we'll be talking about how we can 
uh, pray for our leaders, but also how to how to have the right mindset about who they are and how we can be um, uh, having a right mindset in when it comes to engaging with them and uh, praying for them. So um, it's important to remember to pray for our leaders, and uh, Frank will help us to uh, think rightly about that. So yeah. I mean, yeah, he's got a real heart for it. I'm, I'm glad we were able to to find a spot for him to speak because he he's already running two Bible studies at the Capitol that day. So yeah, um, he's he really does have a heart for for um, for these these people. You know, not just legislators, but all their staff, everybody involved there. And uh, hearing from him and hearing just the heart he has for sharing the gospel um, in really what is a really dark place, this environment. Yeah. Uh, um, is it's it's definitely changed my perspective on you know it's very easy to just think of them as you know people we agree with people we disagree with mm -hmm. um but they are all people and yeah. they all you know souls in need of in need of the gospel yeah so yeah 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 so so um and there are other uh speakers that will be getting uh confirmed uh in the in the days ahead but um we're really excited with the lineup that we have for this this coming uh, capital day and also um i want to mention too that uh right before capital day this year is um, the evening before i believe it's the evening of the 17th yeah. she is running a um an evening for leaders homeschool group leaders um, or people that are interested in starting a homeschool group um, so i would encourage you to check that out if you're if you're going to be in the area um, and are interested in that it's certainly something that you'll want to not miss and um and then also uh, just after capital day there's also a couple of homeschool debate tournaments um happening in the area of uh, one of which is um is one of our sponsors so yeah. um we're really excited about that um so there's lots to do yeah uh, certainly lots to do busy um, time <laughs> we have uh we have tours scheduled for going through the state the historic state capitol building um, we also um, will be able to send you over if you're interested in touring the building where our state law library is and the uh, California State Supreme Court sits. Um, you can go in and visit those state Supreme Court chambers and it's a pretty awesome experience. So if that's of interest to you, um, definitely check that out and uh, we'd love to see you there. So um, I think uh, I think that's it for today. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening and. Um, we are we are really excited about Capital Day coming up soon and uh hope to see you there. Yeah, really, really happy with everything that we got done, you know, because of everybody's support in 2022 as well. Yeah. I'm hoping that this is Capital Day is a good way to kick off 2023. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully um with with uh God's uh hand of of protection, we will make it through 23 the yeah. same way. And uh keep our our freedoms intact and uh we appreciate your help in helping us to 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 do that and to being involved in maintaining our freedoms so thanks to each of you and um certainly uh, be sure to to share this information with others so that we can get more people in the know on what's going on here in Sacramento with regarding with regards to homeschooling so yeah. thanks again and bye for now Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Frontline with FPM. For more information about the topics we discuss here, check out Family Protection Ministries at fpmca.org and subscribe to our channel.